Hey there, Elise here, host of Let's Break the Odds podcast, the place to help you break the odds and walk confidently into your God-given purpose. Think of this show as your regular coffee chat, where we talk about life, career, and legacy. As an award-winning entrepreneur, author, and speaker, I'll be bringing on industry leaders, professionals, and individuals to join us as they share their stories of breaking the odds to help you and to help us reach the next level in our life, family, career, and communities. Let's do this together. This is Let's Break the Odds podcast. Hey there, Elise here, host of Let's Break the Odds podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. Today, you guys, we are continuing our conversation with our guest, Dr. India Dillard. If you're new to the show or missed part one of our conversation with India, that episode focuses on her chatting with us about how to use your God-given gifts to serve others, the behind the scenes of her journey of graduating college debt-free, debt-free funding tips for those interested in pursuing an advanced degree, and success tips for those interested in graduating with a degree in pharmacy. In today's episode, part two, as we continue talking with India, we chat about the topic of mental health. India, who served as co-chair within the Student National Pharmaceutical Association for their mental health initiative, shares free and low-cost places to get counseling, the behind the scenes of what it's like going to counseling, including counseling myths. And as sisters, India and I both share how our parents broke the ice with introducing and integrating counseling as a resource within our family. Now, really quickly, for those who are new or if you're just meeting India for the first time, let me read you a snippet of her bio. Dr. India Dillard is a Doctor of Pharmacy graduate from Mercer University in Atlanta, Georgia, and currently a postgraduate year one clinical pharmacy resident at one of the nation's leading hospitals specializing in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injuries, brain injuries, multiple sclerosis, chronic pain, and other neurological conditions. India's journey started from her days in undergrad at Georgia Gwinnett College, where she worked hard to successfully graduate college debt-free and obtain scholarships while in pharmacy school. Not only was India in the top 10% of her class academically for her doctorate of pharmacy, but she has served in retail pharmacy, served on the front lines at hospitals and care centers alongside physicians to care for patients, mentors and tutors younger aspiring pharmacy students, served in multiple leadership roles for organizations, including the Student National Pharmaceutical Association, where she served as co-chair for their mental health initiative, Phi Delta Chi Professional Fraternity, where she served as treasurer, and is a member of multiple prestigious honor societies, including Rho Chi, Phi Lambda Sigma, Phi Kappa Phi, and Golden Key International Honor Society. India has goals to continue her pharmacy training to become a board-certified ambulatory care pharmacist and pharmacy educator. Additionally, she intends to become a health advocate to start health initiatives in her community. So without further ado, let's dive in with part two of the conversation with India. But before we dive in, just want to say on the show, our mission is to be an encouraging environment to help our listeners break the odds in their lives. In this conversation, heavier topics are mentioned. To ensure that this content does not trigger any traumatic experiences for our listeners, we would like to provide the following trigger warning. This conversation mentions grief. However, this episode also involves conversation about overcoming, breaking the odds, and walking in your God-given purpose. 
This show does not claim to be a substitute for counseling or any other professional guidance and encourages our listeners to reach out to a licensed professional if needed. All right, on that note, let's dive in with part two of the conversation with India. Here we go. You know, with you having going through this journey of being in school, and especially now, like with your pharmacy, pursuing your pharmacy degree, like during that time and just like serving on the front lines, like let's kind of talk about because in your bio, you did mention how, you know, you're the co-chair for the mental health initiative for uh, SNAPA, the Student National Pharmaceutical Association. So kind of t- touch on that for like the audience. Yeah. So um, for me, you know, mental health is something that I've always found to be important. I think it's a huge priority and something that, um, you know, if, if you can be a part of, you know, educating others, it's a great, a great thing to do um, because there's a lot of disconnect and a lot of, mis, um, I guess, stigmas and misunderstandings about what maintaining your mental health actually looks like. Um, so I went out for that position in 20. 19 and I've been serving from 2019 to 2021 yeah so I did that for two years um and so um you know starting off in school just a little bit of background as to uh, why now I have such a big you know passion for that um in 2018 um I would say two months into pharmacy school uh, my grandmother passed away so you know, when you're caught in the hustle and bustle of life um, and something happens and you lose someone, it's really hard to feel like it's okay for you to stop because life is still going. And so for me, I kind of, um, you know, it was at a time where you know, I had literally a test that, you know, following Monday, I was like, oh my gosh, like all this is happening. Um, and so what I did was that I decided to tuck that away and think that I could keep on going because I felt like I had to keep on going. And so I never took that time to actually sit with myself and, and digest and grieve like I should and really process what actually happened. Um, and so, you know, I, you know, in that moment, you know, for, well, for a long moment, you know, I was just, you know, sweeping under the rug, sweeping under the rug, trying to not be by myself. So I will always be, okay, what, what are we doing now? You know, because I didn't want to deal with that. And I realized um, going forward that it was probably one of the, I want to say it was something that I should not have done. Um, because what happens is, you know, that is the, nat- it's natural to go through those things. Um, But it's all about how you deal with it and dealing with those things is okay. And it's not going to be as, as taxing on you as what you think. Cause a lot of people feel like, well, I don't want to cry today, but you know, sometimes, you know, crying has a lot of benefits as much as, you know, you you sit there and, you know, weep it out (laughs) or weep it out. But um, you know, I, you know, with the help help of my family, I was able to kind of, you know, help get on track and, you know, all of us kind of processing what's going on. Uh, But I realized that, you know, how much that took a toll on my mental health and, you know, the stresses of life already, the stresses of my program, the stresses of everything. Then I had this added stress that that's something that I can control how I deal with that, but I didn't. And so it just was something that started compounding and I felt like I didn't even recognize myself anymore. And so no, I really kind of took a took a grasp of that mental health initiative because I wanted to help, you know, provide information to the community, um, be able to, you know, enlighten my other classmates on things, being able to, 
you know, do things. And we remember one time we did something called happy jars, where it was just jars of folks that had candy inside. And we were able to pass it out to, um, you know, our classmates and things like that. So being able to be that, um, that aid to them and provide that information was huge. Um, but, you know, springing forward, you know, I really um, have one thing I'm really proud about is that I've taken a very um, tight grasp and control of my own mental health. And like I said, you know, grieving, especially those who are close, it, it's not something that happens overnight. It's not something that, you know, you learn to deal with over a short period of time, but eventually, you know, you're able to better process it. And so I started going to, you know, counseling and I would say, I know a lot of people are, oh, she goes to, you know, some people think, oh, you go to a counselor, but no, that was honestly the best thing I could have ever done. Like when I tell you my outlook was just a full like 180 and it wasn't anything where I was like in this like deep, you know, deep, maybe like depressive state, nothing like that. But it was something where when you, you know yourself the best and you know, when you're not feeling like yourself. And in those points that you feel like you can't recognize yourself, that first moment is when you realize that you need to go do something. You need to go talk to somebody, do something for yourself um, so that you can get yourself back on track because you are here with a goal and a purpose and you don't want to let the adversary or something deter you from that. And, and you go down this, this, this other path where you meant to be on the, on another one. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that was a big thing for me. And, and since then, you know, like I said, I've, I, it's almost like a, a 180 and I see like everything just seems so much brighter. And, you know, like I said, I've been able to deal with those losses um, and it was just, it's just been great, but I definitely, you know, um, feel like, you know, mental health is something that we need to talk about, you know, and, and if you even just yourself go talk to you know a counselor and, and keep in mind that counselors need counselors too so if you talk to your counselor chances are a lot of them also see a counselor and I, to me that's huge because it shows that even those that are experts in the field understand how important it is mm. so um you know that's just I can I can go on and on for days about that but you know this is just I don't know something that I really find to be important and, and because of my experiences I've been able to talk to my classmates or talk to those who are, you know, first year, second years, third years about, you know, their mental health and seeing that, you know, sometimes they say the same things that I said that, you know, I don't even recognize myself or I just feel like it's not stopping. Like it's just, it's just go, go, go. And being able to pour back into them because I made that decision for myself to, to plug into and better my mental health and, and make sure that my mental was in the healthiest place it can be, I was able to pour into them so that they can get theirs to where theirs is. And it from that point, it just keeps on going so that they'll do the same for their friends and their friends will do the same for their friends. So it's just something that, you know, I feel like just as little as, you know, you telling people about your experience can go a really long way. Um, I know that, that kind of, it kind of went and went and went, but you know, that's, it's just been, to me, it's just been amazing to see, you know, where I was going through those losses. And not only was it my grandmother, one of my really close friends, you know, died in a car accident, um, you know, here one day, gone the next. So it wasn't just that loss. It was a loss after a loss. And then my dog died, not even three months later. So it was just all this going, going, going. And, you know, it just, to me, I'm, I'm really proud of where I'm at. And I'm really proud to be able to tell people of my journey so that they can do the same for themselves.
Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's that's so powerful, everything you just said. And I think that just kind of goes to like what we say here on the show is that breaking the odds can help us help others break the odds too. Life isn't just about us, it's helping others too. You know, I mean, we kind of went through this together, you know, I mean, and even right before Nana passed away, it was just like a year and a half before that Papa passed. And I can definitely like, you know, attest to, you know, a lot of what you were saying in terms of like sweeping it under the rug, like with my kind of journey, it wasn't something intentional I did. Naturally, I just, you know, began to just continue folks on volunteering and just working. And I didn't realize that in so many ways I looked up and years later and I realized like, wow, like I've been going, 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 and I haven't addressed this grief yet. And, right. it, and I just encourage people kind of like what you just said, like really take time and like go to counseling. I am a huge, that's something that I've started doing too, you know, and, you know, it's not just India, it's myself saying these are two people talking about the benefits of counseling that it really can help because you don't want to wait to a point where you hit a brick wall. And that's like, I, I reached a point in my grief where it was like, I feel like I hit a brick wall. And after Happy passed away, our dog, it was like Nana, Papa passed away, then Nana passed away. And then, you know, Happy passed away. It was just like, after that, I just found myself like, and so that's kind of, but you don't want to wait till you get to that point you want to be like proactive and so I just encourage you guys to go to counseling I know there's a lot of like misconceptions about counseling and one thing that I think was very helpful for the both of us was that us as a family you know mom and dad and you and I we all went to a counseling session as a family first mm -hmm. I think that kind of helped like break the ice for all of us you know, because, you know, and even like not to get into mom and dad's business, but they had shared that they, they didn't even go to counseling either growing up. It wasn't really a thing. I mean, they went to marriage counseling, you know, in terms of like as a couple towards getting married like 30 years, 30 plus years ago, but outside of that, they didn't do counseling. So it was new for us as a family going to counseling for that. So just for anybody listening, you know, maybe you're a parent or maybe you're just someone where you recognize maybe counseling might benefit your whole family. Like something that really worked for us was you know, going as a family, like, how did that make you feel? Like when we all kind of went as a family, where it was just kind of going together for the first yeah. time. Yeah. So like, I would definitely say that kind of, you know, what Elise said, it, it really breaks that ice, you know, so that you realize, okay, this is what it's actually, what is, this is what it's actually like. Um, because I feel like, you know, what people think counseling is probably that idea is probably based upon like movies and TV shows when you see somebody in there. And typically it's at a point that, you know, they, they were at this drastic state and, you know, people, I think people think you have to be, you have to have reached this drastic moment in order to get counseling. And that's not the case at all. So when I realized that, you know, it was just us talking like, and that's really what it is. They're just, they're having a conversation. You're having a conversation with them and then they're just kind of bringing more out of you and having you talk through it. Um, and, and, you know, it really helped me realize what that actually looked like, how comfortable it was, how nice they are, <laughs> and things like that. So when, you know, later when I had, you know, went ahead and, and started scheduling my own sessions, you know, I had first went, I was just like, okay, like, what am I, what am I going to do? Like, how am I going to, what am I going to talk about? But what it is, is you just start talking, like, and you just pour everything out. They're just pulling more and more out of you. And, and honestly, I had a session last night. And when I was talking, you know, I was talking about one thing and then I was like, wait, I think I did this because I was feeling this. And she was like, okay. She's like, next week, that's what we're going to, we're going to dive into that. And it was, it's just like all these realizations and things that you're, 
realizing about yourself, things that you're no, you didn't even realize you were doing or why you were doing them. Um, but it, like I said, it really is a conversation. It's not like they're not judging you at all. They're just honestly there as a soundboard and helping you pull it out. Um, so, you know, and, and they, like I said, they're, they're friendly. Um, I don't know if I've ever met, you know, a couple who's mean, um, but, you know, it's just, it's, it's amazing. You know, the same way that you would call your friend and vent, except, you know, your friend at that point doesn't, they're just like, okay, or they may give you advice. The difference is, is that they're giving you ways to deal with it, not advice of what you should do. And I think that's a big, like, that's a great thing because you're able to realize things in yourself without somebody else, you know, kind of being like, well, you should have done or you shouldn't have did and things like that where you're starting to feel judged. So it's, it's definitely a really, really great thing. And one thing that I'll say is, and I know a big thing with it is, you know, a lot of people say they can't afford a counselor. Um, but, you know, when I was in school, um, definitely, um, you know, I wasn't able to, you know, make those huge payments. And so, one thing, you know, a couple great resources I can think of is one, you know, plug into your church. You know, a lot of churches do have counseling services and, you know, it may come out of either a reduced cost to members or no charge at all to members. Another thing uh, would be what I do is I plug into my school service. So it wasn't necessarily one that was on campus, you know, run by, um, you know, like the like the on-campus counseling center. It was more so um, because my school had a, I think a master's program in it, part of their clinical experience, just like, you know, I would do rotations and they're doing it is for them to do counseling as well. So it's almost like, you know, when you go get your hair done by someone in like barber, barber school, it's at a reduced price. It's kind of the same thing. So try to see if there's any like schools in the area that have, you know, counseling um, as like an advanced degree. And then typically that's how they're able to get their hours is through sessions. So I am able to get mine at, you know, $5 a session. And during COVID it was free. So that was great. Um, so, you know, just, just kind of looking at those things, it, it doesn't have to necessarily be those, you know, big names, or you don't even have to always go in. There's virtual counseling and, you know, all of those kind of things. So, you know, just kind of plug into and see those unique areas. And I'm sure that if you call one counseling service, I'm sure that they have a list of more affordable ones that they can point you to. So don't ever let that be a factor. And I will say too, that, you know, a lot of people say, you know, oh, I'm healthy. I work out. I eat good. Health is more than just working out and eating good. You know, you have your mental, your physical, your emotional, your spiritual, all of that. So making sure that you're catering to and, and optimizing all of those will allow you to be your best you so that you can go ahead and fulfill the purpose that you're meant to do. Amen. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm so glad that you mentioned like different resources because that was something that I was going to bring up too is the fact that like, yeah, you know, uh, you know, sometimes counseling can seem like so expensive, but I'm glad you brought up like churches have it. And, um, and like, you know, for me, I go through, you know, at the church just because, you know, I, for me, like I'm very cautious of who I, and maybe some of you guys is something we talk about all the time on break the odds. It's like who you surround yourself with is really important. And so for me, when it came to counseling, it's like, if I want to make sure that they're someone who is like-minded or, you know, that has similar values as me. And so for me, like, I, I really value, you know, getting plugged into like a church's counseling program, because I know they're gonna, 
we have that like-minded of wanting to navigate life with God being a part of, you know, my life. And so I'm grateful to have that kind of guidance with that and then telling me, you know, the promises of God and just encouragement and things like that. So I'm glad you brought that up because, and like you said, you know, yours and your case, it was at your school, your school had a counseling. So there's different resources for sure. And I also just want to add that, you know, if it, when I first scheduled my first counseling session by myself, so we as a family, we went by as a family the first time. And then after that, we all kind of on our own started doing our own individual sessions because we all were navigating grief differently. But one thing that um, was shared to me was I was still nervous going by myself, you know, and what the, the lady at the reception desk told me was she was like, you know, She's like, even some of the, mo the most successful people in the world, they typically have like a life coach. And so she's like, counseling, it's not always for something like bad, which is good because it can help you navigate through that. But it's also just a way of just staying proactive and just getting that guidance towards succeeding in life. And so one thing that I love that my counselor um, said was she gave options where she was like, if you want to use this session just to vent then that's fine. But if you, right. but you know, if you are someone who wants to have practical tips to move forward, then mm -hmm. I can give you that. And so I was really grateful that, you know, depending on where you are, if you just need that listening ear of a safe space, like you said, of no judgment and, and then, then they're there for that. But if you want someone like in my case where I was like, Hey, but I need to move forward. I don't want to be stagnant. And then they're able to give you like tips and and exercises that you guys can do together. And even if you feel like it can be overwhelming, which you can just tell your counselor that and they can pivot with you. You know, there were some exercises where I was like, you know what, emotionally, that's just a, a lot right now. And I don't think I can do this exercise right now because it's too fragile right now emotionally. And they were able to give me an alternative that helped me be able to continue to move forward. So I just encourage you guys, you know, counseling, like you said, it's definitely a resource. I'm glad you really talked about that. And I'm thankful that you shared that because I, I, I know it's going to help some people out there for sure. Definitely. And one thing I want to add is, um, like I said, that I had, you know, my school had their own counseling and then like the advanced, you know, those who are pursuing an advanced degree in it. Um, I will say that, you know, it, that that's typically not pivoted only to the students of that school. So it just so happened that, you know, it was on my campus. However, you know, they have, you know, um, they have individuals that they counsel that don't go here, go to other schools, uh, maybe aren't even in school at all, and they do it based upon income. So, you know, you don't have to, don't think that you have to be a part of that school that's, you know, where they're doing their, you know, hours and things like that, you know, definitely, you know, realize that they're kind of come one, come all in a lot of standpoints, but of course, clarify with whatever, you know, place you're inquiring about. Yes, yes, absolutely. And this one that I meant to mention too, we're just on a roll here talking about counseling, was one thing that um, I recently learned was with your health insurance. It's in, sometimes your health insurance plan has uh, mental health services involved, incorporated in the plan already. So it might not be something that's just like listed as like a headliner with your plan, but sometimes like as a part of your health insurance plan, they, they the their healthcare provider may have like an app and it, it's incorporated where you can schedule mental health sessions for free, or there's some where you might have to pay, you know, like a, you know, a additional fee, but it's included as a part of a service within your health insurance plan. So I also just wanted to share that as well, because you might already be paying for mental health services and might not even realize that it's a part of your health insurance sure. plan. Yeah. So that's so good. I, that was, that was really yeah. good, powerful information, India.
<laughs> and so I know we're kind of at the last like five to seven minutes of the interview. As we ask every guest, what is a message of encouragement and hope that you have for our audience today? Go. Let me think. Move forward in your purpose. Remember your purpose. God puts you on this planet for a purpose and you will achieve that purpose. So keep it on your forefront. Definitely keep God in your forefront. Continue to do what it is that he wants you to do and everything that you do, ask for his, for his hand in that. I remember just one quick thing. Can I say this? Oh yeah, I mean, okay. I'll stay here all day. <laughs> yeah, one quick thing. I remember before every test, I would call my mom and we would pray. And, you know, they say when two or more come together, there he is also. So me and my mom would pray. And it wasn't to pray for, Lord, I want to get an A. Please, I need an A. I want to pass that. I want an A. I want an A. I want an A. No, it was, Lord, allow me to do well in this so that I move forward in my purpose that you have for me, that you have me for a reason. And in me excelling in this would allow me to move forward in the purpose that you have for me. So keep that in mind. Move forward in your purpose. You are here for a reason and you are going to walk in that purpose and you are going to shine. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mic drop. Yes. Wow. <laughs> what a perfect way to end this interview. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much, India, for um, being here. I'm so excited. This is long overdue because I am just so excited. And, you know, God's timing is always perfect. I've been trying to get you on the podcast. You've been staying focused on your goals. and I respect you you know, you'd be like, no, I'm doing this right now. I'm doing this. So I respect you for keeping your boundaries up and staying focused. And now you're here. This is your first public appearance as Dr. <laughs> Dillard. I'm so honored that you have chosen Break the Odds for that. So I am just so excited. Uh, as a sister, I am so proud of you. I'm not going to cry. I'm tearing oh, up. Oh, don't do that. I'm so proud of you. And um, I know that. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh, don't do that. You're going to I'm just so proud of you and um, I'm excited to see what how God is going to continue to use you moving forward so <laughs> wow I love you and thank you for you. having me this has been really fun um don't make me tell <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of you too I I'm so blessed to be able to be on here and and Every chance I can tell people about what you do, I do. So keep doing what you're doing. And you are a true blessing to me, to mom, to dad, to Ace. That's my new puppy. <laughs> and, you know, and everyone else that you encounter. So you truly are a blessing. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Love you too. <laughs> I hope this conversation with India encouraged you today. Feel free to download or bookmark this episode, whichever feature that the platform that you're tuning in from allows you to do so. You know, this show is all about breaking the odds and walking in our God-given purpose. And so one thing that India shared during our conversation as a message of encouragement that I feel like served as such a powerful reminder was, and I quote, remember your purpose. God put you on this planet for a purpose. And then she continued by saying, keep God in your forefront. Continue to do what he wants you to do. Ooh, that's so good. Such a powerful reminder. What was your biggest takeaway from today's episode? How will you take action towards moving forward? We'd love to know. This community is called Let's Break the Odds, and the word let's is short for let us, which means that you are not alone. 
Follow Break the Odds on social media and tag us and use hashtag Let's Break the Odds so we can celebrate with you as you take action. We as a show have also included some additional mental health resources in this episode's blog post, which you can find the link in the description of this episode. And on that note, stay tuned to hear more inspiring conversations on the show from industry leaders, professionals, and individuals on the show as they share their stories to help you reach the next level in your life, family, career, and communities. You don't want to miss them, so make sure you subscribe to the show, hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and I'll see you in the next episode. Let's break the odds together. Hey, guess what? You, my friend, made it through today's episode. Cue the confetti. But the conversation doesn't have to end here. If this episode served you today, go ahead and download it so you can have it. And click the subscribe button so you can get notified when another episode is released. Do us a favor and leave a review. We'd love to hear how much you enjoyed this episode. To stay connected, we'd love to have you as a part of the Let's Break the Odds community on social media. There we'll have an opportunity to personally connect with you and cheer you on as you take action towards breaking the odds in your life. You can catch the show notes from this episode and any discount codes and bonus materials on the blog at letsbreaktheodds.com. See you next time.